Welcome back to Trending in Education. Brandon Jones, Michael Palmer, and myself, Dan Strafford. And on this week's episode, we turn towards the holiday gift-giving season. It's time to talk about the best educational and learning toys available for kids and for lifelong learners. Uh, we did this episode last year. Happy to come back to it. And happy to welcome in Brandon and Mike. Brandon, how's your world? What's new? And uh, how's, how's it going? Well, I'm about to be poorer since it's the holiday season and I have a kid. So, uh, I mean, I guess it's just, just a slow burn that happens uh, most of my life. I, I often get um, uh, your order from Amazon.com has shipped. The orders that I certainly myself never placed. Right. Um, so there's uh, an elf on some shelf in my house that is uh, continuing to order uh, things from Amazon. Um, but it's a nice time of the year. It's, uh, it's the holidays. We're getting Thanksgiving coming up soon. Personally, uh, my favorite holiday. Um, I think you may have mentioned that before. I have, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like it's a, uh, it's a secular holiday, which that's, it's my kind of style. And yeah. it's, um, uh, it's a center around food. Yeah. I mean, I, a lot of holidays are centered around food ultimately, but, um, is it a, is it Abe Lincoln's holiday? The, did he, uh, we'll do some research in real time, but I, I feel, think that's, I, I think feel that's like right. He may have, uh, I'll Google it for you. Dan. The first Thanksgiving was served out of a 10 gallon hat. Little known fact. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, th- it's, it's Turkey day and then heading into a whole host of holidays over the, Later part of December into January, and um, you know I think it's um, just a just a nice time of year. Nice. And uh, to confirm, yes, Abe Lincoln, through a series of editorials, did uh, start Thanksgiving there during was the a, Civil War. There was even a proclamation, you know. And but uh, but Thanksgiving may have predated it's the him, Thanksgiving proclamation. But he made it a thing. It was like, yo, people, it's the what? fourth the fourth Thursday. Is it the fourth Thursday? I believe that's correct. Mike, your world, anything new, anything exciting? I'm calculating how Thanksgiving is. Your world is full of math. It's <laughs> figured out. I think it's 21 plus the first Thursday of the year, which makes it the fourth Thursday. Hmm. I feel confident. That's my final answer. I'm going to say Abe Lincoln <laughs> proclaimed <laughs> Thanksgiving, and that's part of his proclamation, darn it. It's a nice holiday. It's a nice holiday. Yes. It's family. It's football. It's secular. Football, granted, it's a bit of a who knows how to feel about football. Football is a religion for some. But it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. And then you get the – you get the. it's also a four-day weekend. It sure is. I believe it, as, as Americans, it's the only four-day weekend that's officially built into our work year. Right. It's, that's the, a, it's the 152nd. That's a thing. Mm. I like that thing. And then in terms of me, uh, I like holidays. The one thing you said, Dan, was uh, learning toys – I think we're talking about learning gifts. Correct. If it's a toy for an adult, like a toys, I think you get extra points for toys for lifelong learners. Because, like, I feel like we could all use, I don't know, what's the last time, Brandon, what's the last time you got a toy for, uh, keep it clean, what's the last time you got a toy for Christmas or for, for the holiday season or for your birthday? It's all good. We'll clean it up in post. Just just roll with yeah, it. Yeah, I um. It's been a while. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, let's right? just say it's been a while. Been a while. Toys, toys for adults, maybe. I don't know, Dan. Where are you, you going to take us from here? I'm going to take us uh, down the path of talking about uh, educational learning toys. Brandon made the point of uh, being a little bit poorer. My kids, uh, Brandon. I don't. I, I don't know if you are a, a cable subscriber, and I asked that because the commercials have started up. Yes. Um, although I, I watch very little cable TV live mm-hmm. so i watch very few commercials i think the only thing i watch live is is really sports 
Uh, not Israeli sports, uh, to be clear. Um, it's hard to watch that live because time and, zone. And just be clear, you don't have a problem with Israeli no, sports. No, of course not. But you just um, don't seek it out. Right. Uh, it is uh, Israeli sports. Um, uh, and and Penny is, uh, that's my daughter. Yes. Um, again, shout out Penny. Um, is a, um, she's a... Uh, uh, only so-so sports watcher. Right. She always asks me which team is the good team and which team is the bad team. Right. Um, which is Cleveland followed by Boston, typically? It's usually based on the colors of the team. Ah, like if I've sure. got a betting interest, yes. if that were legal or <laughs> yeah, a rooting right. interest. All, um, those th- all those things. Yeah, and uh, and and she um, will watch um, half-heartedly yes. for, uh, and like half-quarterly. So yes. it's she gets like eight minutes of of begrudging watching, and yeah. then she's off to play with a, a toy, an toy. educational toy in some toy. cases. Yeah, uh, more and more we're getting the breaks in between shows, uh, even on the, the likes of Hulu and Amazon, where they have the commercials and uh, the kids, my eight, five, and and uh, the fifteen month, not quite yet, but I want that. I need that. I want that. I need that to every single thing that comes on screen. Uh, so it is that time of year, and we want to talk about some learning gifts here, as Mike astutely pointed out not just toys uh but gonna talk through uh let's go kids first and then wait make our way to lifelong learners uh there are a few articles that we're basing some of this discussion around business insider has a sort of top 10 gifts for uh educational toys and brandon i don't know if you saw magnetiles which we discussed last year at length has made a return this we sure did i think you know i give us credit for that i've talked to a number of parents who listened to our show last year and then went out and bought magnetiles for their children yeah and so a magnetiles i think we need like a little piece a little piece that action right right they're Uh, like they're like the army undies like they're like me not not to be clear not army undies (laughs) oh my god the israeli (laughs) sports it's all there's all this elision here yes yes but uh but just be clear magnetiles a toy Designed for the kids, predominantly. Yes. Although maybe an adult, if if he I or mean, she I, would I care play, to play. Play um, magnetiles. I think that's the right verb. Yes. I construct with magnetiles with Penny, and it is it is fun. Like it's. Uh, I'll, I'm going to talk about Barbies later on. Spoiler alert. Ooh, I'm going to talk about Barbies. That's a tease. Yep. Um, but uh, if I'm choosing, which I rarely get to do. Mm-hmm. what activity I get to do with my child. Because yeah. like the the whole, your child is like, you know, is going to be a sponge learning. No, the, the child does what it wants and yeah. like sometimes brings you along. Well, it's, uh, a, it's why like baby CEO, baby president is kind of right. Cause yeah. Because like, like the baby is running the show. For sure. Yeah. But if I'm choosing what to do, uh, magnetiles would be towards the top of my list uh-huh. because you're like you're you're building things and then you're deconstructing things, which is the most fun for for everyone involved. Yeah, um, that to me is is pretty good. But it, it it is the best educational toy overall from the Business Insider uh, article that we'll share. Yeah. Um. Uh, good job by you, uh, magnetiles. Yes, and I, I'm looking at the write up here on the top 100 toys. It's, uh. The original award-winning magnetic building tiles, creativity and educational, STEM approved. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's got a lot of the words that we use on this podcast. And and, and interestingly, as the as the non-parent in the pod, uh, the idea of gamifying magnetiles are there games built into magnetiles, or is it more build it and make the games up or do they provide some suggestions like because to me immediately as as an adult who doesn't mind an adult game every often every now and then 
every often. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every often. <laughs> absolutely. Is that it's like Jenga, right? Couldn't you Jengify magnetiles? Is that is that is that a thing that could happen? It's just, I'm just riffing here. Is and then Dan, please clean it up in post or or straighten straighten me out if I'm I'm acting out too much here. I I don't know that it's uh marketed that way uh, as something that can be played with and games gamified. But there are specific designs they give you to build out and to to construct, and then you can build add-ons. But I think to your point. Being its magnets, uh, my daughters and I may have stumbled upon that without thinking of it as Jenga, where we would take out, you know, a middle tile from the entire set to see if it falls, and then take another, you know, leverage point out and maybe another piece and then see when it finally falls. The game we play is build it as tall as we can and then knock it down uh, with running through them. It's typically the, the game we play with them. Yeah, so, so good. Similar? It's yeah. very similar. I yeah. think that's like every child and parent's uh, joy there is build it up. And then, like, especially, what's really the alternative to to breaking it down by running through it? Right. Uh, uh, carefully taking it apart piece by piece. Well, it's like it's come like, on. It's like a, a house of cards, if you will. Right. Like when you build a house of cards, it's the same concept of Jenga. I think it's uh, potential energy, right? Yeah. Like you're building a lot of that potential energy. That's right. Eventually, it's all gonna be dissipated back out into the world when you when you bust it open, and that's part of the joy. As uh, the famous Russian uh, philosopher uh, Bakunin, I forget his first name, uh, said, "The urge to destroy is in is also a creative urge." So, uh, so I thought I th- always thought that was Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah, but, but it it's, wasn't. It's actually Bakunin. You fact checked yourself. I fact checked myself before good. I wrecked myself. But uh, but we've been wrecking some uh, some imaginary uh, magnetiles. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, for you, what stands out? What on this list is uh, a top uh, performer or something that uh, you are maybe looking to purchase for uh, a, uh, you know, Mike has made mention, the, the future uh, addition to his family or, or for a nephew, a niece, or a kid in your life? What's one that piqued your interest and in you think uh, could be a, a runaway hit this holiday season? I, I don't recall specifically mentioning that, but yes, I've, I've, inf- I've, I've, I've implied that, uh, that I may become a parent at some point, which is true. That's great. Yeah, it's good to potentially become parents. It's what happens in life. But, uh, but the, uh, I like the Sphero, right? So Sphero, for those of you longtime listener, uh, you know, call it, why don't you call us more often? Uh, we've been talking about Sphero for a couple of years now. So Sphero is, um, we were actually on Sphero uh, probably a year before we were even on uh, Magnetiles, uh, where we were talking about Sphero, which is a programmable ball. So, like, you basically can use um, pseudocode, like programming, to get um, a remote, con- an app controlled ball to move around. Uh, and I do see, uh, I think it's the Wonder Workshop Dash coding robot for kids six plus, voice activated, navigates objects. It's got all sorts of greatness. But it's like the idea of like what used to be like me back in the day uh, with like a pink spalding ball walking over to the schoolyard and then throwing the ball against the wall. Like that's, that was that was known as like ball against the wall. Yeah, uh, it was dollar uh, ninety nine for like <laughs> for a little pink ball. You'd walk over and you'd throw it against the wall and you'd bounce bounce it off the wall, and then you'd have to make up the games to play with that ball. But like, hey, you got a ball, you got a wall, you got the ground. It bounces. Make some stuff up. Come some get some scoring algorithms. Suddenly, the, your ball becomes a game. But it wasn't a robot. No, 
And nowadays, your ball can become a robot, mm. and you can learn how to program while playing with your ball. That's kind of cool, right? It's pretty like, good. It's like a the world has changed, and I think we're gonna we'll talk more in a subsequent show about how maybe some of that change uh, is 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 a little bit dangerous. Where like you know, at the end of the day, like you give a you give a kid a ball to play with and just go out and have some fun. That's a good exercise. Yeah, that's one of the, and I think we can tease into our next show at, maybe at the end of the show, but because um, uh, I, I have a I have a parent uh, uh, point of view to offer on that. Um, but two of the things that I thought we can get back to the specific uh, gifts, but yes. two things that I thought were interesting in in doing prep for this episode. Um, one is that there is a section on Amazon, mm-hmm. um, and I, I I'd be interested to find out when this actually first came about. There's a section on Amazon. Uh, called STEM toys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So, um, you know, to your point, Mike, uh, you know, the the world has changed, and now we're we're specifically thinking about what kind of toys, uh, in the phrase STEM toys, we can give to our kids to help encourage science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, you know, I I think that's that that is an interesting citation, and on the other hand, um, on a lot of these top lists. The things the those lists included and towards the top of the list, books. Yes. You know, specific books they're calling out that are particularly educationally relevant. And a soccer ball. I mean, speaking of your, you know, pink ball ball, the the wall ball game, um, I, I think that, you know, there there is a lot that's changed, but a lot that hasn't changed. Like if you want to give a kid something that will help make them either smarter or more curious about her or his world. Uh, a book is a really good choice. It's been a good choice for like a, a thousand years. Yes. I mean, uh, since. I mean, even pre Gutenberg. 700 years. Pre Gutenberg, it was a fantastic gift. It was just, like, just, my God, how did you get me a book? Right. These I mean, are like, only available in the library. I mean, who are you? Are you, you, are you the Pharaoh? You hired I don't know. a scribe. Right. Like, thank you. You really shouldn't have. In fact, actually, it, it, just to riff on this for one second, <laughs> one could argue that the book has become an increasingly pedestrian gift. Like, yes. the older, the, the longer ago in history, yes. the more amazing a book was. Correct. But that's being said, despite its slow decline right. in terms of uh, how awesome that present is, um, it's still like among the best gifts that you can give. I think anyone, we'll talk about lifelong learners in For a little sure. bit. Yes. Um, it's the number one thing on the list, on the article that we'll, we'll post yes. um, for lifelong learners is, Give that man or or woman, give that anybody a book. Yes, I think that's uh, that's that's great. And yeah. the ball is the same thing. So yeah, while while on one hand so much change, mm-hmm. on the other hand so little has changed. Right. Um, and so maybe a message I'll, I'll close this little part of my um, soapboxing with is, you actually don't have to try too hard. Right. Like to give something that's going to make a kid have a great educational experience, it's like a little bit of your time. Right. And something that you might think would do it, like right. a book or a ball. Right. Um, don't overthink uh, it. You don't have to. Yeah. I mean, and you're welcome to. You're welcome to, but you, but you don't have to. Right. Yeah. And and the interestingly, like, like related question or idea about gifts is like another trend is uh, the of the month club. You know, so like you get a subscription. Uh, even Audible, arguably, uh, which I think is a great, you know, this is even a spoiler alert. I'm just jumping around. But like a gift for a lifelong learner, like if you know somebody who doesn't listen to books, 
who maybe would like to. Like an Audible subscri- subscription is actually great, uh, I think, in that context. And then like a ball of the month club, if such a thing existed, uh, would be a con- like, like that's not a bad gift because like there's an increasing move towards uh, online to offline. You know, Amazon is the new Santa Claus. And like, why just why just load up my gift lobby in December when I can actually get a new gift every month? There's a ton of those that are emerging and uh, they're really great. And I've even heard uh, about uh, gifts that are development developmentally appropriate uh, for your your baby. So, like, you know, you know what? When you're at three months, that's when you need a rattle. Uh, and don't don't give a one month old baby a rattle because they're going to be like, well, they're not going to be like this, but they're not going <laughs> to respond to the fact that you're giving them something that they're not ready for yeah. just yet. You know, the uh, I think one of them is the learning box series for kids. Yeah. Uh, that is exactly that uh, where you get a, a different shipment each month and they do the task um, and then they send it back and they get a new one when they send it back as as completed. So it's also trying to get them to that final stage, not just getting a new gift every month can i can i just um, jump in really for a yeah. moment here dan too and just to be clear this show is we we work at kaplan ah yes we don't currently have any sponsors for the show it's just Correct. the good graces of our employers who allow us to put the show out true that if any uh organizations or or folks who might want us to to talk about educational gaming you know like We're easy. Hit us up. You know what I mean? Like we're looking for any justification to do this show. These these recommendations and endorsements, by and large, are just based on our own uh, research uh, as as much as we've done it. Um, You know, none of these are there's no thumb on the scale for any particular recommendations that we're making. But 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 yeah, hit us up if if you are interested in talking to us, because like because that is a whole nother realm where like today's. Today's broadcast was brought to you by your friends at Magnetiles. <laughs> right. Magnetiles. Yeah. Jenga for babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get that in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I appreciate it. Uh, listening to a lot of sports radio, you get those cold reads out of nowhere where uh, they try to make it sound like they bought a, a new car every month, it seems like. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we can uh, continue on here talking about gifts. Uh, what I'm giving or hoping to give uh, is a uh, is a coding gift uh for my eldest uh, she's not uh home as we record so i can talk about it openly uh is a kano wand uh the company is kano and it's a wand in the style of harry potter so the idea is you build the wand then you code the wand and you interact with an ipad or kindle or another uh interactive um tablet of some sort and i think mike you were talking about it before the books are great i agree and we give her a lot of books but we are seeing a lot of robots a lot of coding a lot of stem uh, in this discussion, I'm great with it. I, I would love for her to learn these things. Uh, how do you see uh, things like that? The idea of focusing solely on robotics, STEM, and the gifting in that way uh, coming to grow even more this year in 2018. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's really interesting when you talk about gifts for kids and what it really signals about what our culture thinks about the future of work uh, and the future of education. Because I, I think those two things generally go hand in hand. Um, I do think increasingly, uh, and I, I frequently credit Minecraft with this, but there's probably other examples, but I think increasingly the idea that you can learn while gaming or learn learn while playing and that that learning will inform your ability to, uh, to understand like 
uh, conditional logic, like if-then statements, which is a big part of programming, um, and also the idea of providing kids and, and even adults more like open platforms uh, as toys so that they can sort of explore it. Uh, Legos, I think, are probably the best example of an open platform. Um, you know, magnetiles are kind of a riff on Legos. And then it, in essence, like Minecraft is kind of a digital riff on, um, on Legos. I think that's really interesting. So like, when are you giving someone a platform as a gift? Uh, erector sets and like chemistry sets uh, way back in the day were the similar uh, STEM gift. But like, I think it is interesting, like what what it signals. Like, we're not we're not really saying that we think uh, there are going to be a lot of chemists in the future. We're saying that we think there'll be a lot of people in robotics and coding and um, uh, sort of engineering. Um, I think there's a lot to to kind of to to key in on there, and um, I think a lot of it also relates to like the counter movement, which we were we, in some ways we we're talking about, where like giving an analog gift. And like, you know, as cliche as it, as it is, like giving the gift of your time, you know, like is is also a real thing. Like the idea of being physically present with someone and not distracted by screens is also a gift, you know. And, um, you know, we talked about that last year, too, like the gift of like teaching someone and then even being available to someone else as a someone who wants to learn, like wanting to learn from someone who's who's later on in their life and just to you know give them the the gift of your attention and your time uh, that's what i do with like i've got a monthly subscription uh <laughs> where i one time a month i'm uh, present uh for my family um you know it's they they seem to to like it yeah uh, it's very difficult yeah uh, maybe we could get that for the show too <laughs> like maybe we could uh could could set up for like next episode yeah we'll we'll like cash in a little bit of our brandon time right right you know? well yeah you'll have to subscribe <laughs> exactly. um that's good that's a new good. revenue stream yeah, yeah. Earlier, I, I thought Mike was laying the the groundwork for him to be given an Audible subscription because we know Mike listens to a lot of books, and I thought there might be some some groundwork being laid. I'm already uh, there, and actually, while we're talking directly to sponsors, like Audible, thank you for all the learning you're giving me, but like make the experience better, mm, you know? Because yeah. like they kind of got the they got the the listening to books market on lockdown, but like the user experience compared to like the experience like like the podcasting apps that i listen to they're so much better yeah agreed. and like why isn't that and then the other option you have around books again another interesting uh company that's out there is blinkist uh and there's a bunch of companies like that which basically give you uh a short form version of nonfiction books and uh in a world where we all in a world where we all don't have a lot of time to spare uh, you know, I'm in I'm in the mini middle of this book right now called The Beginning of Infinity. And like it's appropriately named. It's like a great book, but I've been at the beginning of infinity for like eight hours and I'm like halfway in. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a long book. Cut it down and condense it. Like there's an emerging set of books. Again, this is more for the adult set um, of apps that give you more, you know, just in time condensed content similar to like you know, cliff notes or for the for dummies stuff. But it's, you know, sort of the notion that there's so much stuff to stay attuned to. How do I get it fast? Um, and I do feel like an audible subscription is a great book. Uh, sorry, great uh, gift. But um, but I'd say there's probably uh, a little room for disruption against the the user experience that that audibles uh, been providing uh, for for book listeners. 
Um, and it is interesting. I, I would say when you are thinking about a gift for an adult, you know, you probably want to think about who, how comfortable they are with listening and how much listening time they have. But, but if many of us do have listening time that we're not tapping into, and that's a really interesting avenue for uh, gift giving because I think you, you might be surprised how many people uh, would be uh, more excited about listening to books than they realize because I find myself to be in that camp where like I actually I can still I, I still read books I can and I still do read books with my eyes but like I find like listening to books to be like a really rewarding and like flexible mode of, uh, of intake um, so uh, so yeah so I, I do think like both print books electronic books but then also uh, thinking about listeners listenership uh, if you know somebody already is into podcasts and maybe they haven't really gotten into listening to books like an audible subscription a blinkist subscription I think those are thoughtful and they also get you just don't want to give it to someone who's not going to redeem it you know right. so like that's the problem with a lot of like even gift certificates you know like you want to make sure you're giving it to somebody who's going to have the gumption to to redeem it um but uh but yeah, yeah i i have a um r- related gift uh, my, so my father's birthday is on uh, november 16th um so uh right around now it's r- right around last week um so uh so this is not a spoiler uh dad uh cuz you uh you know what you've gotten um i got him uh, i guess they are they called airbuds or is that the movie about the dog no that's right yeah um, or AirPods? I, yeah, AirPods. Yeah, yeah. AirPods is the movie about that. That's what I got him. I got him a, a <laughs> subscription to AirBud. Multiple copies yes. of, of uh, AirBuds. It's, it's got AirBud of a month. So yeah. every month you get a copy of AirBud. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. So I've, uh, I've gotten slash had to have the chance to spend a bunch of time with my dad over the past eight weeks or so. And um, he does have time for listening, but he didn't have any... Uh, either audible like audiobook apps or podcasts mm-hmm. on his phone because it was inaccessible to him. Yep. Or he just, I, I just sort of, I think he was lazy to. Yeah. He's too too smart to not be able to figure it out. But right, right. I I do get that for non digital natives, like that can be a a big bridge, a big sure. a big gulf to bridge. Right. And we talked about the gift of time last year during the holiday episode around, especially with you know if you have aging parents that actually spending time to download apps that you think that they would like or in the case of what i've just done with my dad is to put podcasts onto his onto his phone Mm -hmm. um that was i think uh i hope that that becomes a um a means for him to make this more accessible yep and the the air pods uh you know wireless it doesn't need to be apple specific wireless um earphones um, that that does also open up a form form factor for someone who, you know, may not it, having wires connected to your phone may may present some risk, and sure. you know, not being able to walk away from your phone if you're connected with yeah. with headphones. Um, I I think that's actually you know thinking about an enabler right for that learning. Like I think I've basically given my dad the gift of being able to consume media and education in all sorts of new ways. Right. Um, my dad is also doing just a quick shout out for my Please. dad. Yeah. Uh, he's also doing this thing. Um, he has a name for it that I, I wish I remember. It's uh, it's pithy. It's like fact finding Fridays or something where he is now going back one day a week and going doing really deep research on something that he used to know. 
Right. So, um, and I've already forgotten in my fewer years <laughs> than my dad. Spoiler: My dad is older than me. Right. But um, in, in my fewer years, I, there's been so much I've forgotten. Um, right, right. But I think it's, you know, as an as an indicator of of someone who is really interested in that lifelong learning or relearning and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, through means that the, you know there was, uh, my, I think my dad was like Encyclopedia Britannica was like right. his his best source back in the fifties or whatever. Yeah, like right. that's um, you know, is uh, is he now has new means and hopefully through through this gift has has even newer means as well. Yeah, and um, you know, even just building on that, there are books out there. One book which I've mentioned on the show is uh, Factfulness by I'll get it right, Hans Rosling. I had trouble with that in the past, but uh. But it's it's very much about how what many of us learned in, say, like even the 70s or the 80s about the developing world and, uh, you know, the state of affairs around access to clean water, access to technology, access to, uh, quote unquote, modern amenities. Uh, The many of the ideas about the gap between the developed and the, the developing world, which were true when many of us learned them, are no longer true. Yeah. So, like, it's not even like going back to relearn what was true 20 or 30 years ago it's also to relearn what is true today right it's not it doesn't need to be something you've forgotten it could be something that's changed since you've learned it exactly because right, yeah. like there's sort of the notion that like well you know which which I, th- I think we challenge regularly on the show is like okay yeah once my formal education is done cool done I learned it all what do you want from me? Now I'm going to be a professional. And it's like, nah, sorry, uh, bro or sis. But, uh, <laughs> but like to actually like stay relevant, you need to, you need to continue to, to learn, to relearn, uh, to stay fresh. Um, yeah, that was awesome. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, before we wrap, I, I did want to talk about Barbies since I said, Please, I, was going I remember to. there was a tease. Yeah. So I have a four year old girl, um, I don't know if that's any more likely because she is a girl, but um, there are there's for the first time in my life Barbies in my life. Oh, yes, um, yes. it's not my favorite toy. It's actually I think maybe my least favorite toy because they're big. Yeah, and they're like hard enough that when you step on them, right? I don't intentionally step on them, but like, right, right. Um, you know, they come with all sorts of accessories. Sure, it's not the best, but. Penny loves them. Oh, she does. She okay. does. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and she has a lot of them. Like I, I always, I mean, I, I, I grew up, um, not playing with Barbies and I always imagined that like you played with Barbie. There was like a singular, singular. Yeah. or like maybe Barbie had like one friend. Scout? Is it Scout? That's a like, yeah, that's one of her friends. Ken? Yeah. That's another friend. That's all I know. So like maybe, maybe if you were like, if you were so lucky to have a wall to play with your ball, you yes. also had three Barbies maybe, right? right. Yes. Um, but, uh, right. uh, there are many Barbies now. So we have, we have all Barbies that, that look uh, like the people of the world look, which right. I think is great. Right. Um. And and my daughter plays with them. Although body type is still Barbie body type mostly, right? It, correct. So I I should say people that look like no people in the world. Uh. Yes. Uh. But uh. In in j- earlier this year, Barbie released a line of Shiro's. Oh. Um. Which I both like and have a hot take on. Uh, these are um, uh, people, these are women leaders and icons, um, uh, you know, from all sorts of different um, walks. You know, Frida Kahlo is one of the Barbies that now exists, for example. Uh, so I think it's, it is great because I think that having um, 
right there in one's hands, like the the uh, reminder of super uh, powerful, successful, world changing women is great. Mm-hmm. I just wish they were, it was called a line of heroes. Yes. Um, yes. Although it may be that there is an empowering part by taking the he and turning into a she. So like uh, this, maybe I'm outside of my ken, so sure. to speak. Oh, I like what um, you did there. But uh, the uh, I think that you know. You know what you call like you know what you call a, a woman doctor, a doctor. That's right. Um, and what you call a woman hero is a hero. Right. So anyway, I I, I maybe my hot take may be uninformed. But, oh, but you um, landed it with the outside of your. Thank head. you. I mean, yeah. That, that, you, that I should have ended nice, there. Nice recovery. Uh, so th- those are certainly going to be on our list for uh, for Penny for uh, for the holiday season this year. Right. Right. Um, and uh, you know, I I I hope that I don't. Uh, step too hard on Frida um, at some point in some night, but uh, looking forward to having more role models. We have, um, I talked about the, um, uh, the book of stories, the hundred uh, rebel women um, book that I mentioned last uh, holiday year. Yep. Uh, holiday episode. Uh, the, more stories to, for what, however your child identifies, mm-hmm. if you can help your child see people who look like your child or who, who seem like your child, I think as um, the successes that they have been, I think that's great for anyone. Like yeah. personal identity, forming a strong personal identity, having confidence, all of that's really important. So uh, if you can do something for your child that, that gives uh, your child that, I think that'd be that that'd be my best recommendation for uh, for the holiday season. And, and I think I, I think that's a great recommendation. And I think it's also interesting to think about it as a cross uh, category too like so for boys um what where should boys be exposed to women heroes yep and and where should boys be exposed to new model like next gen male male role models uh i I think is a really interesting idea and like even like how do you talk about role models around um uh you know movements that maybe are not even relevant to the primary identity of your child uh, is, is a really interesting thing. I thought Rohit, I, I, when we had him on the show, I thought that was interesting when he was talking about how a lot of the movements lately have been focused either on femininity uh, and fierce femininity and helping women sort of, uh, you know, come into their the fullness of, of who they are. And then also the ungenderedness, like like moving away from stereotypically gendered one way or another and how that then is leading to like like a new set of challenges for how do you raise a, a boy and how do you talk about what it is for a boy to understand both female heroes and female role models, but also male ones. And like, how do we sort of land in like a, a healthy place about that? Um, I think it's all really interesting stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think a uh, great discussion. Uh, Brandon, I had not seen the Barbie line as of yet. Uh, we are not a Barbie household per se. We have some, um, we are um, more on the, uh, Lego side of the fence uh, when it comes to the toy of choice for my children. Uh, but And my middle child really loves baby dolls. So she has a wide collection of them. But I think this might be the step up from there uh, that we might take this winter uh, around the holidays. So I appreciate uh, the point out there. We'll see if uh, what purchases we make over the next uh, few weeks before the holidays do set in. Any final thoughts here? Uh, you both honestly had really uh, in-depth ones just now, but want to give you an opportunity, Mike or Brandon, uh, to sort of... Uh, sum up uh, the gift-giving season or a holiday gift or whatever might be finally on your mind here before we go. Mike, maybe you first. Any any final thoughts here on the on the gift-giving episode? 
Yeah, I, I think it's a theme that we talk to a lot on the show, which is uh, blending like learning and fun and how like those distinctions, which they were for whatever reason, I think they were th- positioned as like tensions or opposites, you know, where like, do you want to have fun or do you want to learn? Okay, if you want to you want to learn, it's going to be boring and it's going to be hard. And there's, there's some truth to that. But I think the idea of learning through play and the idea of thinking about toys that are educational learning oriented and gifts that are learning oriented, it is a very um, uh, hopeful and personal gift to someone to say, like, I believe in your future potential. You know, I wouldn't argue. You probably don't want to say that out loud when you're that's a little corny. But like but like when you give someone a gift that is sort of about how they can be a better person. Um, frequently thinking about gifting from a learning perspective. Um, I think it's really good. And uh, and I think the idea that you can have fun while you learn, and it's sort of that idea of stealth learning, uh, which I know, Brandon, you brought back from uh, South by Southwest uh, EDU. Um, I think that's the same idea around toys and games. Uh, so, like, frequently, you know, you can learn a lot without being told that you're learning. Uh, and I think games and gifts are really a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, and I, I guess I would just say um, think about giving a gift to yourself this holiday season as well. Um, you know, in the we're in the trending and education space, um, and so whether that's on the trending side or the education space or the both. In fact, what you could do is you could go and, and do some, if you're a recent uh, subscriber to the podcast, you could go and listen to some of the back catalog. Yes. Um, but uh, in all seriousness, like, do you do that? But also, um, you know, just give some – Space, I think, at the end of the year, if you're on the a calendar that ran, runs January to December, we, we're, we're supportive of all calendar sure. types here. But 12 months, right, 13 <laughs> exactly. months, lunar, solar. Lunar, yeah, all those. Um, but if you're on a calendar that ends in uh, December, I think this is always a good time to sort of take stock and build some new habits and, you know, things around mindfulness and, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about how you're incorporating learning into your life and the life of your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a good time to do it. So. Um, some of those uh, may be purchases from Amazon.com, and some of those may be just how you choose to um, spend uh, the most important resource, probably, which is the the time we got. So um, uh, have a have a happy. I think I think we will not be in your learn holes again until after Thanksgiving. That's so right. to all of our listeners, right. have a very happy Thanksgiving. Those of you who celebrate, um, and uh, I guess we will. Dan will probably say another thing here after I I wrap, but uh, I will not say another thing until uh, next week. Uh, and don't forget, you can uh, get details on your subscription to Brandon Jones uh, sometime in the near future. We'll make sure that everybody has an opportunity to... I'm kidding, of course. But a great episode uh, discussing a holiday a gift giving for lifelong learners and kids. A mix uh, between the two. And I think a dis- good discussion around the whys and hows uh, of the gift giving around learning and education. Uh, as always, a gift to us would be subscribing on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, or any app that you do listen on. Or following us on Twitter or on Facebook to interact with the podcast along the way. Appreciate everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll be back with you next week with a new trending in education.